my booty. <laughs> Welcome to episode three of the Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who. I'm Tish. I'm Juliana. And I'm Linda. And, and we're talking about season one, episode four and five today. A two-parter. First two-parter of yeah. the new Who. So I think we're just going to talk about them as one story I think that together. Makes more sense. We don't need to stop it just for... Yeah, we don't need to divide it up. <laughs> Pretend that we don't know what happens after the cliffhanger. No. All right, so we're talking about Aliens of London. Uh, was aired April 16th, 2005. Written by Russell T. Davies again. He writes most of season one. Yes. So, first part. The Doctor returns Rose to her own time. Well, sort of. But her family (laughs) reunion is ruined when a spaceship crashes in the middle of London. What is the origin of the spaceship, and where has the Prime Minister gone in this time of crisis? (laughs) Oh, no. And then we move on to... We get those answers... Those questions answered. World War Three on April 23rd, 2005. Russell T. Davies again, obviously. The fiendish slithy. Slithy. I was never sure if it was a V or a TH when they were pronouncing it. I think it's. Goddamn British accents again. TH. I hope it is right. Okay. The fiendish slithine have been unmasked as the ones who crashed the spaceship into London as part of a ruse to trigger World War Three. But how can the doctor save the planet when he's trapped inside a locked room? Oh no! <gasps> the Scary. suspense is so exciting. <laughs> Alright, so first thing, he's bringing Rose home. Yes. Which is important to the series, that so she returns home and keeps kind of that connection. It keeps it, the series grounded in a reality. Mm-hmm. Um, however, he says it's been 12 hours, but it's been 12 months. Whoops. <laughs> this is pretty common for the doctor to arrive at places or times that are yeah. slightly off or a lot off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, relatively in all of time and space, 12 months, 12 hours. You small. always say that, but you'd think if you had, you know. So it wasn't 12 <laughs> years yeah. or 12 billion years. I guess. <laughs> if you were Jackie, you'd be pissed. If it was 12 billion years, you could just be like, ooh, let's go back. <laughs> it's just 12 hours. Yeah. But she had already, like, contacted Gone. Jackie, so they would have made up something about crossing timelines. Yep. All right, so Rose has been missing <laughs> for 12 months. Um, everyone thinks it's Mickey's fault. Jackie is really worried. Yep. And then uh, aliens crash. How did you feel about this episode, Linda? Oh, right. Was it your favorite episode? <laughs> no, like I said earlier, these two episodes, I think so far, are my least favorite. Just because of the aliens. You I'm, don't like farting no. fat aliens? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess there are some good points in it. We get to see Harriet Jones. We get to see how the world reacts to an to alien aliens. invasion. They didn't know about the plastic, really. Yeah. Well, they were getting shot by them. Yeah, but it seemed to just they be just... centralized in London. Yeah. In one part of London. They probably did brainwashing on those. Everything's just written off as a hoax. Yeah. That's how they explain things away. Um, 
Okay, so right away we get another bad wolf reference. The most blatant in your face yeah. bad wolf reference. Before it was someone saying the big bad wolf, which could have been just the big bad wolf, but this is bad wolf in graffiti on the TARDIS. Like, and the doctor references, like, because he has the kids scrubbing it yeah, off later in the We know the episode, that the doctor but, saw it. Yeah. For sure. He's not impressed. Don't, yeah. don't graffiti the TARDIS. I think when I was first watching it, I didn't even, like, really pick up on the bad wolf until, like... You're not supposed to. Yeah. But that's... I Until the end, when it's, like... And and then you're, like, oh, my gosh, that means... But that's how it's supposed to be. Okay. We're just noticing it because we know. We've watched this so many times. We're, like, yeah. (laughs) Yes, I saw it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then one of my favorite things happens. Jackie slaps the doctor in the face. Favorite Jackie moment. Stitch this, mate. (laughs) That's, that's something about Jackie that I love, is that she's the person that would slap the doctor in the face. Yeah, she's not afraid of him. No. She's like, take her on adventures, but she better be safe. Yeah, which, She doesn't stop her daughter from having adventures, but she's like, I love her, so bring her back every <laughs> once in a while, and don't let her die. Yeah. That seems, you know... That seems fair. That seems <laughs> fair to me, I'm not gonna lie. Mothers don't want their daughters to die, but Jackie is like unusually attached to Rose. They live together. They're very the two of them. Well, and she's all up in Rose's she life. She relies on Rose. Like, Rose is the one seemingly, like, when we first meet her, that has the job and... Yeah, what the fuck does Jackie do? She must have a job. She... I don't know, but, like, she... Even at the end of... At the end of this episode when Rose leaves again, she's like, I'll get a job. I'll say no to that dude who keeps coming around. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, clearly, I don't know if she... Maybe she has, like, odd... Little shitty job things, but she doesn't seem to do anything like long term, full time. I guess that's why she was so hard on Rose when Rose like lost or didn't her workplace blew up. She's like, you have to find a job right away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and she's like, she's like, come on, get money from like telling your story because you know that's their income. Well, I mean, you can tell from where they live that they're not. They're not wealthy. No. So yeah, a job would be really important. Lower middle class. To upper bottom. <laughs> 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 average, average, right? Ordinary average. girl, they describe her. She's very, ordinary. She's very average. Ordinary. London, living yep. in an apartment. Okay. Tenement. <laughs> yep. So, okay. so, so Jackie slaps him. Jackie we like slaps it. <laughs> him. Um, and then the Rose and the Doctor are talking, and he um, basically says, I don't do families, I don't do domestic. Is this on the roof? Yeah. Yeah. When he mentions how old he is. Yes, we also hear his age for the first time. 900. 900. I think that's an estimate. He's not saying his exact age. No, he's saying, yeah. Because, I mean, I think we actually get a more specific age when Tennant's the doctor. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. It's still, we don't really know up to this point. We know he's, we assume, I think, that he's older, but I don't think we have a concept that he's 900 years old. I don't remember being mentioned the first time they met. No. Well, and Rose says, that is quite an age difference. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 19 Like, and until now, she just thought he was, like, a 40-something 40, 40 40 old man running around? Like, it didn't occur to her that... Did she... She kind of knows about regeneration, maybe? Well, I don't no. know. Like, how would she... she does. How would she, she know? Just, I don't think she knows she, that. Well, she knows he's an alien, so maybe she just assumed that he doesn't age the yeah. same way that mm-hmm. she, I, do. That makes sense. He does say something um, 
of a unit won't recognize this face. Yes. They don't really over her head. Yeah, they they don't address that. Yeah, yeah. They don't address that. And I think she's pretty shocked when he transforms. So she they didn't discuss the end of season one. He's not like oh, that might happen. Some point I'm gonna regenerate and totally change every facet of my physical appearance and (laughs) some of my personality traits. (laughs) (laughs) Just be cool with it. Nope. All right, so we're learning more about the doctor. He doesn't do families or domestic, as he calls it. Does not seem interested in that. He likes having company, but he wants no part of the... Yeah, he always comes back to Earth, but he doesn't want to, like, stay on Earth. He wants to save Earth and then take one of them with him. Yeah. (laughs) It's so (laughs) creepy when you say it like that. He does. Oh, one of y'all people. (laughs) (laughs) So I just want to, like, hang around with Jackie and in the apartment. It's like a sacrifice to the doctor so that he keeps uh, okay. It is creepy. <laughs> He's always feeding a young girl from, like, around the turn of the 21st century. From England. From London. <laughs> and then he keeps coming back to Earth. He likes the stuff. accent. Yeah. It matches his. It matches his. Or he makes his match there. A lot of places have a north, Tish. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so the doctor doesn't do families. He also delights in not knowing everything. Yeah. When the spaceship crashes, she's like, did you know about this? And he's so excited that he he's doesn't. Like, no, I get to be here for this. Yeah, I'm watching awesome. history. He's really excited. And we see that time and again like when something's new he generally is like let me be excited it's so rare that I don't know something yeah. well it would be I mean imagine if you knew everything how nice it would be to come across a mystery yeah, something new yeah how did you guys feel about the effects of the spaceship getting mm-hmm. the Thames not as good as the second episode with all the special effects it didn't bother me <laughs> you're like a mm-hmm. spaceship in the Thames yeah that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, none of this, I always have to remind myself a little bit, like, it's 2005. That's true. Yeah. I know, like, CGI in particular is growing leaps and bounds every year, but... Yeah, technology. Um, so, like, even though I'm, I feel like when I watch back, I, like, expect a higher level, <laughs> even though it didn't Well, because exist, kind of the series overall in our minds is so, like, epic and big and amazing, yeah. but then you watch these first few episodes, and you're like, and you're like oh, really? <laughs> started out kind of weak. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't even look yeah. dark and like, yeah. I agree. Well, 2005, they did their best. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's not like you don't know what happens. I had issues with it, the spaceship, like, dipping and then coming back up because it, like, gets pretty low near Tower Bridge, near the water, but then it, like, dips back up high enough to hit They're the, just trying to know. get near as many landmarks as possible. I know I'm just saying that. they really love showing off that it's London. Well, and that it's, <laughs> London's a good place to, like, show off. I'm not, you know... They got a good, lot of good, like, attractions and locales, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Except that it's not even in London, they're in Cardiff. I know that. they trying to make it look like <laughs> London. <laughs> um, <laughs> Alright, so my issue with the UFO is that 
it crashes in the Thames, and immediately all the news and everything is like, it's a UFO, there's aliens, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why don't they just think it's some weird aircraft from another country? Why would they assume aliens when something crashes? That seems like the public would do that, but, like, the officials would not. I mean, what's your first thought? Something crashes in a... You hear something crash in a river. Yeah. I'd be like, My first thought is, like, aliens. My first thought is not (laughs) aliens from another planet. No. It's military from another country. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right. I never really thought, I didn't think that much really about jumped. it. I was like, oh, it is aliens. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we know we're watching Doctor Who, but <laughs> they're just like assuming aliens from the get-go. And also, we learn later that it was actually launched from Earth and swung around and came back down. How did they not see that? Well, they, they did see that. That's how Doctor Who found out that He was using like his time, like, going back in time kind of scanning the radar that picked it up. No, it wasn't, like, human's radar. Oh. He was using the TARDIS to kind of oh, okay, okay. as her own scanner going back part? in time. So, like, why didn't anyone on Earth notice their airspace and the space? Like, we monitor that shit so good. We would notice if something was launching and orbiting us and coming back down. Yeah. Maybe the aliens blocked that from being viewed. Maybe because <laughs> the aliens had taken over British Parliament mm-hmm. that they had an excuse prepared when asked about but where did it. it and they come said from? they don't mention where. I don't know. It didn't go full circle. It didn't come from London. Well, then I don't know. Maybe they were like, "Oh, we took over part of the Pacific Ocean because we need to launch some." But it's okay. It's just for Britain. We're an ally. <laughs> No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. It makes me wonder how long the Slithin were there and planning this and where they started and how they came to London, like why they decided London and these people. Well, they were there for a while because the aliens, like, I had a family back home, a wife, a job. He mentioned, like, this whole other life he had before this incident took place. On Earth? On Earth. The the suit person that he oh, took over. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying, oh, I had a mistress and a wife. Yeah. yeah. So and they were there for a while. And a prostitute okay. or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And a mistress. Yeah. They kept, I was kept very busy. You know, they're creepy. Even aliens yeah. are creepy. Yeah. Old men. Okay, so they've been there a while. Why would they want to have sex in their human suit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uncomfortable. It feels so uncomfortable. Like crammed into this oh. human suit, they're like, "Well, take advantage." What do was the human like human urges so much? Suit. Like, why? Oh yeah, I'm so disgusted <laughs> now thinking big, about it. Fat guy, no. Okay, no wonder you to hire a prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it wasn't a prostitute. He said he had a mistress. <laughs> and a mistress. He probably paid her. Like, no offense, but this guy is not. Like, oh yeah, of course that guy has tons of women's going after him. I mean, women's <laughs> tons of women going tons after. Tons of women's. <laughs> you know, so like. How does he, like, really, you had a mistress, and then you started farting all the time, and you still had a mistress? (laughs) No offense, dude, but you... Maybe those Slavine know something we don't know. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, Okay. Okay. Anyway, my answer is I don't know how they launched the thing. Obviously, I have issues with technical (laughs) things in the episodes. Yeah. Like, how about that pig? Oh, yeah. I feel bad about the pig. I don't know. The mermaid pig. (laughs) With the the cat skull on the fish. Oh, yeah, he explained something about mermaids. Cat skulls. He said they, like, would take cat skulls and stick them on fish and call it a mermaid. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what mermaids 
Yes. In my head, not a mermaid. Yeah. I I felt bad. Like when he explains it, like so they take like this pig and then they augment its brain so it knows what's happening and is is like you know autonomous in a way. And then they stick it in a spaceship and crash it to Earth. Why did they even need to make? I guess they just did that to distract yeah. them more. Yeah. Because the pig wasn't actually flying it anyway. They just made that as a surprise for them to find and mm-hmm. be distracted by it. Well, like, because... The whole thing was just a big distraction. Yeah. It's a little unnecessary, in my opinion, but... You could distract them anyway. They, they wanted, wanted to, to create panic in the world, so they would do yeah. that World War Three thing. Yeah, they needed all the alien yeah. experts together. They needed to take out everyone who could stop them. Mm-hmm. At all but one. <laughs> Can't get electrocuted for some reason. I think it's. Yeah. I, they don't explain it, but I'm assuming it has to do with two hearts. Uh, probably. Well, they also said it was like targeting. He's like, ah, it works on humans, not on me. But it works on the Slazine! I thought their necklaces made them do that to them. But they were causing the electricity out of themselves <sighs> in the first place, right? But mm-hmm. then when it came back to them, they couldn't handle it. Connect. Talk about the electricity. Yes. <laughs> now that we're on yes. the subject. Okay. So, one Slovene gets electrocuted because the doctor, like, put, like, yeah. puts the thing on him, puts his, uh, his, his ID Call card, it, yeah. that's what I was thinking, which is the conductor, I guess, for the electricity. Mm-hmm. And then all the Slovene, including, like, the other ones the in 10 Downing yeah. Street, but, yeah, the policemen in, in Jackie's house Department. also yeah. get electrocuted, which... Mm-hmm. Fine, if that's the way that things work in the Slovene, that's okay. But then when he dies later on, they're, all the rest of them are okay. And he's like, oh yeah, I felt that. Like, I don't... Either you're all connected and, like, linked mm-hmm. in that way. Like, And then I was like, is it proximity? Because then I forgot that he had been electrocuted previously. But it can't be proximity because that hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So, I don't... I guess... I guess... I don't know. I don't know is my answer. I don't understand. I don't the think physical. the electricity and like the fact that they felt the pl- the police um, guy being electrocuted and die has to do with their species because when um, Rose and Harriet were like talking to the doctor about like what characteristics that the aliens mm-hmm. had, that was never brought up. So it's not like that alien specific. Yeah, that's true too. Like it upsets me. <laughs> then, yeah, they, they then I wish they would just. I don't know. I feel like they just. We need a way to get rid of all the. Yeah, just so no one dies right now. Inconsistent kind of things, just to make the story go. We need this one that's attacking Jackie to get yeah. shot. Like something happened to him. But then when this guy died, we just want to kill this one and not the other ones. Yeah, but they kind of have to have them let them know so that they're not. Otherwise, they'd be like, why aren't they worried about where their friend is? <laughs> you know. They know he's dead. And then we have Harriet Jones, MP for Fly Del North. Who doesn't love Harriet Jones? I love her. She's I love her and the doctor. She's so persistent. They, love, they like each other right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not just because he kind of knows her name, but he's like, right away, he's like, I like you, Harriet Jones. Yeah. Because she's very smart, and she's been, like, paying attention. And yeah. She knows Determined. You. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, I know we're in a crisis, but I need cottage hospitals. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like that when she's slipping her agenda into the briefcase and stuff, like, that would that's, like, determination stuff. But then mm-hmm. she's also like, 
oh, what are these codes and, like, plans and, you know, crisis stuff. She's like, I'm going to find out. And she also knew to tell Rose, because she she wanted to talk to the doctor originally, but then they're like, you're not classified to go in there. So she's like, I need to tell someone. She knew to tell Rose right away. I'm like, smart girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rose could tell the doctor. She's, she got right in there. She got in with the right people yeah. to help save the day. She can recognize that in someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do we think about Slitheine and uh, farting and fat people? This is what turned me off the whole two episodes. It was a bit too silly. I hate fart jokes. <laughs> I was not a huge fan of the fart joke. Gas extremes. It was mostly just like okay. It seemed like cheap laughs. It, that's exactly. I felt a little bit like okay, fart jokes. Like it I, seems like they wanted something. However, fart jokes. when I think of them saying like it's a show for kids, I'm like this okay. is the instant. Okay. I feel like it's yeah. a show for children. So get them hooked. <laughs> so get get them with the. They fart came yet. up with the farting thing, like fat people farting. How can we incorporate this into Doctor Who? Gas exchange. Yeah, <laughs> like they didn't even. It's, they oh. had to come up with a reason for the farting. Like, yeah, it was. I don't know. It was pretty funny, but also like really mean. <laughs> Yeah. It was fat people farting, and like the aliens had to be fat people, so all the fat government because they can only shrink themselves down so much. Can, yeah, not like, enough to fit into a skinny. Thirty pounds more, no. no, that's the limit of their shrinkage. Like <laughs> they're already shrinking down. I was like, why can't they shrink down more? Yeah, but just a little bit more. Because then they would fart like way more. <laughs> They had to keep them farting at a believable level. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I thought the Celine, um, when we actually see them, I thought they were actually quite cute. Just With their faces. Their face. They have the big round black eyes and their faces are kind of like chubby, like big baby chubby faces. Cheek. If they weren't like so gross and kind of the rest of them and doing the what they're doing. The big belly and their like three talon band. Yeah. yeah. Their face is actually quite and the little, um, like... I didn't think that. No. <laughs> I thought they were cute. Those big black eyes, you don't think they're cute? No. No. <laughs> no way. I was kind of like, ew, gross farting monster. And they had, like, slimy snot skin. Yeah. They exploded, yeah. The color of their skin was, like, snot. Yeah. It's just the shape of their face and their big eyes, I thought. I never Change the saw. rest of them. I'm starting to question you. <laughs> Like, they were to each their own. <laughs> yep. Some of those characters just could have been turned boat. into a super cute, Tish. like, alien baby. <laughs> well, it wasn't, like, a scary face. No. Like, I would agree. It wasn't angles. a scary It was scary a rounded, face. you know, not scary bond. It wasn't a scary alien. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just making faces. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't feel quite as strongly about that. I just noticed it this time. I was like, oh, those big black eyes are actually quite cute. Or they could be. They could be. I could, I guess, like, if you took just the head and changed the color and made it less, like, Yeah, I'm just saying. The, I just feel like that's a lot of work before I start thinking. the potential to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, send me some of your Slitheen fan art for the really cute little Slitheen babies. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That'd be my favorite thing ever. <laughs> if that becomes my thing on the podcast, then I think Celine is so cute. Oh, yeah, this mm. thing's cute, but not as cute not as Celine. <laughs> no. We learn more about the doctor's opinion on humans? Yes? Yeah. Well, again, we're still learning so much about him. 
Well, yeah. He's always like, we'll save you and blah, blah, blah. And he seems to think Rose is like his equal to be his companion. But then he makes this little comment of, you're just tiny and small and made of clay. He's like, oh, really? Is that what you think of us? Well, I guess it's just because we're so young in our, um, mm-hmm. in our yeah, it's our first alien experience. Yeah, and considering we know that we like breed with everything, like move yeah. across the stars. Yeah, we learn that we're going to expand across the universe. So right now, he's like, we are tiny and small and made of clay. <laughs> I can't disagree with him. Mm-hmm. A, you know. Tiny and small and made of clay. Uh, Rose gets her own TARDIS key, mm-hmm. and a second big sign that she's... She's officially companion? Yeah. Yep. She's on the TARDIS. She's got keyed. <laughs> Just like a relationship. Yeah. She got keyed. She got keyed. Time to move in. Mm-hmm. And she does it. She does. She brings all her shit. She's actually packing. She's like, last time I just ran off of you. This time you stuck with me. I brought a bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's smart. I would, I would too. Although, like, you know he has, like, everything she could possibly need. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's implied. Bring all it's, your stuff, Rose. Impl- he yeah, like, has, like, a whole wing. In. Yeah. It's implied that he has, like, clothes from infinite, every time Literally infinite space as yeah. well. You can move in your whole bedroom set into a replica of your own bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> on the Darda. Let's do that. Oh, well, I wouldn't necessarily want a replica. No. I'd want I mean, a bigger room. More grand. Give <laughs> so a new room. Go, Come on now. Go bigger. Go yeah. better. <laughs> Yeah, that's. It seems to be like the final solidification of her being like. Yeah, she gets a key, and then she's actually prepared when she comes on the TARDIS this time. So she's got a bag. She's in it. In it to win it. Linda, you're buzzing again. So popular. You would silence it when (laughs) you started recording. (laughs) 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 Okay, she gets the key. Yes. Um, Oh, and kind of earlier throughout this, we're learning about how the Rose and Doctor see their relationship when they have to explain it to other mm-hmm. people. And this episode in particular, and she's talking to Mickey. Yeah, she has to explain to Mickey Because Mickey why. Is, is jealous, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think, wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doctor um, is amazing. And it's definitely better than Mickey. <laughs> I agree, but Poor like, because Mickey. Mickey's kind of like you know, he's yo, your boyfriend's not so great. Like he, yeah, you know, took up and left, even though he didn't. But and she she says he's not my boyfriend. He's so much more than that. She she's well, like slap in the face to your boyfriend. <laughs> to your boyfriend, I know. He's not, but like, he's so much more than that. Like, so much is more Mickey than you. Still, even like her boyfriend, really, like it's been a year. Yeah, it's you know, it's for him. It's such an odd like. They never she, really seemed like boyfriend girlfriend in the first place. Well, they just seemed like friends. They seem like friends who like weren't dating anyone else. So they kind of just like slept together. <laughs> she asked him, "Just yeah. like, did you wait for me? Like, were you seeing anyone else? So like, if they weren't." Like, why would she care? Because well, we're possessive, and she just wants to know, <laughs> you know, I'm allowed to go off, think, but you should be at home wait, waiting for me. <laughs> I think that they are boyfriend-girlfriend. I'm just saying, like, it's an it's an odd relationship to figure out when there's time and, like, you're going off with another man. She was gone for two days. He was without her for a year. Yeah. yeah. And everyone thought he killed her. <laughs> yeah, which is not, not great. And But, yeah. I mean, you start to see how important the relationship is between the Doctor and Rose. And what they... it's eclipsed every other relationship in her life. Yeah, and they, she can't even explain, there's not really words to explain it. No, because it's not sexual or romantic. No. It's, but it's more than just more, best friends. Yeah. It's, but it's not 
quite like boyfriend. However, as fans, we will <laughs> question the relationship <laughs> and try and label it to the end of time. But Rose and the Doctor don't don't even worry about that. They know that they they're just, important to each other, yeah. and they know what it is, and they don't they don't question it. They leave that to us to do. <laughs> I like that about them, though. They just very quickly kind of are in sync. Yeah. And they're just in their own little world, and they just get each other, and they don't question it. She's just like, I'm going with you on this adventure. No questions. We're equal partners. We're doing this. But unspoken, they don't even, like, question, like, any sort of romantic no, I sexual agree. thing. No. Which is refreshing, frankly. Yes, it a is. male and a female just being, like, super close Not without any sexual tension. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Mickey. <laughs> okay. So the doctor likes to call him Ricky, which I think is because the doctor is actually super jealous because he's just got Rose, he's got Rose with him and he's going on adventures with her and he has to bring her back and he doesn't want Mickey to convince her to stay, right? Yeah. He wants yeah. Rose to stay with him on the TARDIS, so he kind of demeans and belittles Mickey in front of her. To kind of show, Ricky you and know, Mickey the idiot. Mickey, yeah, <laughs> like literally, it's like not saying, the nickname you want to stick. Literally saying this guy's an idiot. So, kind of just enforce. Stay with me. Yeah, I'm not an idiot. I'm a genius alien. Yeah, who's 900 years old. Which I think it's so funny that he's kind of like jealous of Mickey. Like he's yeah. trying to get Mickey away. Ricky's also the little maybe a little side joke for the fans. Yeah, he calls him Ricky, and then later in the parallel worlds. That's his name? His, yeah. like, parallel world equivalent is named Ricky. <laughs> so, yeah, a little joke later. I like but that. Can you stop ruining it for me with those? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a test. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's the first time the doctor kind of shows that he's actually insecure, and he really wants to make sure Rose stays with him. Yeah. Because he knows Rose has just such strong ties her life here, her mom and Ricky. And he's like, no, no come me with more. me. I'm so much more I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it goes through time as well. <laughs> Ricky doesn't have that. <laughs> Ricky doesn't have a spaceship. <laughs> In the end. My spaceship's bigger than Ricky's spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Rick, Mickey Ricky is an idiot. <laughs> but I think in this episode, he actually shows that he's not completely useless. He really Agreed. helps them. He, he, like, saves their butts. Yep. Yeah. He does. And he says, like, oh, I've been looking up on you this he's past year, and I learned skills. all about you. <laughs> yeah. He knows that he's computer. He didn't just yeah. sit around He's a computer saying, hacker. <laughs> <laughs> he's now. <laughs> he didn't just sit around saying, like, oh, I told people I didn't kill you for a year. He actually, like, was proactive and started yeah. researching and learning. And Yeah, so I think he kind of starts to show that he's not just, like, a stupid boyfriend. And that he's not a just... Bit. Yeah. But he doesn't want to come with them. <laughs> not yet. He's smart enough to know it's too dangerous and he doesn't want to. He needs to, like, work on his fitness first. And then. <laughs> yeah, I don't think why. he runs as much as Rose. <laughs> he's not going to be able to cardio, man. He's always at the pub watching yes. the match. So, okay, so I think Mickey starts to kind of become... Starts to grow on you a bit. Gains a little respect from us. Yeah. That he wasn't just sitting around. I'd agree. Still not, like, anyone's favorite character, I don't think, mm-hmm. but... Oh, poor, poor Mickey. Poor Mickey. <laughs> oh, Mickey. I like how his story 
it grows though. Ends. Yeah, I say ends, but ends. as far as we know, he's still like a da- a damsel in distress though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Well, Although, I-, I laughed when he took the photo of the when the the alien Levine is Rose later when she gets is like not such an idiot. I was like, why does that make him non idiotic? He stopped to take a photo, but like I guess they didn't know what they looked like in- before then though, right? They hadn't seen them out of their suits. No, I don't think so. That was the point of showing that picture. Okay. Not just like, hey, we found one. But I this thought, is like, what is here. I thought be- they noticed when they were being chased and stuff. Yeah, because he took the picture that? while he was getting electrocuted. Yeah, so the doctor knew. Would already have like. seen them okay. outside their suits. So he's just he proving that they, they found one. one. But yeah. I always laugh because I'm like, that's so something of our time that someone would be like, selfie with the alien. <laughs> 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 yeah. On this tiny little shitty 2005 yeah. phone. Shitty phone. Oh, I'm surprised send pictures back then. It would, yeah. <laughs> Back then, it was like sending, sending pictures. Is like, ooh, do I have the data for that? <laughs> get, get another prepaid. How card many for MMS that? is do I get this month? We get like twenty five text messages and like oh, five I remember pictures. That. One oh picture. God. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that alien picture was worth it though. Well, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna send a picture, <laughs> you know. He doesn't have Rose's phone plan yet, though. That's <laughs> true. Does he get a good phone plan? I don't know. He's not really a permanent no. companion. He doesn't get those privileges. Doesn't, doesn't get the phone plan and the key. <laughs> um, alright. So we want to talk about our issues with the Slavine. We talked about the electrocution. <laughs> yeah. Right? And the also the zipper. Oh. Is really inconsistent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not so You noticed sure the zipper, that. right, Linda? That is one thing I did notice. Yeah. Caught my eye. On the one guy, the policeman who was chasing Jackie, Jackie had a zipper hanging from his forehead. I, I know, know, I just took out his hat and his there. The it was like them. just a giant silver zipper. It's like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> but the rest of them, it was like magic no, I zipper. <laughs> I don't know. Was because that? like one guy had like a pretty far back hairline. It's not like it, we wouldn't see it. Yeah. Yeah, really, that's where you put your zipper, like, right on the forehead. That's a pretty obvious spot. Not, like, down your back. Yeah, but, like, the like rest of them seem to be... Yeah. yeah, the rest of them seem to be able to, like, magically make it... Ap- I'm, I know you don't need the hand actions, just so everyone knows. Everyone but- <laughs> in the podcast can imagine what we're doing. But, um, like, it, to appear in a zipper open. Maybe his is, like, an older model. Yeah. <laughs> it's so <laughs> that he's getting upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, I'm too cheap to upgrade. I can hide mm-hmm. it with my hat. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> they only unzip, like, maybe six inches of forehead. But then when you see them coming out of it, it's clear that it's opened up more. And they're crawling out of, like, the whole head. That's just also, They're, like, unzip a little, little tiny bit, thing. And, and then, then stretch the, the rest of it over and their the magic body. takes place. Well, like, and it's all, like, sense to go, like, down their back. Blue and glowy, yeah. but like they're green aliens, and it's not like they glow once That's they're out the of their suits. That's the compression filter. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have a <laughs> This looks like somebody their left color. a TV on. <laughs> That's true. Back in the day when that happened, yeah, <laughs> or like when you reached the end of a VHS tape and it was, it was just blue. blue. No, that's what it reminded me of. Yeah. Again, that was um, kind of a way to bring the human world, the alien world together, because they were hiding as humans, and yeah. then they're slowly revealed to be aliens with that little thing. Yeah, like, oh, what's happening? It's another way to be like, it could be among us. Yeah. 
anyone could be an alien. Well, watch out for people who fart a lot. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Every fat party. Fat people are aliens. <laughs> oh my God. Fat person farts are like, who are you? Where are you from? That's <laughs> Corco Balfourian. <laughs> Okay. Have we dealt with our issues with the Selene? Yes. They're connected, they're zippers. I think, no. I don't know. Do you have more issues, Linda? <laughs> is that all of them? Um, we're kind of all over the place. I know. Just because I went... gone a little over the, all over the map. Trying so. to go through as the episode goes, but... Nope. <laughs> um, okay, a little bit about the doctor that I noticed is... His aversion to the domestic thing, because we who have seen the whole series know about him in the Time War. Yeah. I'm wondering if that's because he just lost his entire family and people and everyone in the Time War, so he's particularly against that's, domestic because he doesn't have his. I always assumed life. that that was what it was was like too painful. Like he doesn't, you know. Yeah. He lost all of that. He doesn't. He's like, I'm not doing families anymore. If I get attached again, I'm going to, and they, I lose them, I, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming that's from the time where, because we know from learning about the old series that he started out traveling with his granddaughter. Mm-hmm. So he did have family. At one point. Yeah. And was, loved his family, but now it's like, I can't do human domestic family things. Mm-hmm. I can't have a family. I don't want to know anything about your family. <laughs> and he also just can't stay in one place for long, too long. He's always he does the not sit still, though. He does not sit still. He does not come for tea. He does not. <laughs> he will not eat shepherd's pie. Maybe that's why he yeah. always goes back to Earth, because our family traditions are, like, similar enough to, like, his own planet. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so, like, painful for him to... He wants to be near, but it's also, like, painful. Uh-huh. Yeah. He doesn't want to get too close. That's true. Because a lot of times, like, in the Christmas specials, it happens, I think, more than once, his new companion or somebody is like, come have Christmas with us. And he's, he's like, like, yeah, no. don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Um, also, when he's working with Unit, which we know, and I think they do mention this episode, he has a history with them. Yes. He, like, snaps right into, like, military action with the soldiers, ordering them around, and kind of dealing with them. But we know from knowing him from the future that he's very against soldiers and weapons and he doesn't want to salute anyone. He's, like, very against all that. Yeah. Again, They're possibly from the war. Um, but here he's just, like, snaps right in. And he knows all those military websites by heart. Like, enough to just tell Mickey how I to know, get into them. Get... Well, <laughs> click on this and click on this. Like, you have this all in your brain? <laughs> the other thing with Unit, though, is, like, he's talking... He talks... Mickey's like, oh, but they'll recognize you. And when he's talking to Rose... He's like, well, they won't because it's not my face. But then in episode one, he was at all those things with his current face. And it was just a little bit of continuity problems. (laughs) Yeah. That was pilot problem. Also is the, like, first time, I guess, he really hints at his regeneration, maybe, with Rose. Yeah. This is kind of his first, other than that guy in the first episode having those pictures, this is the first time... I think that the doctors referenced his own history on Earth. Yeah. Like, I've been here before, I've worked with you, and you're not that special, Rose. <laughs> Basically, you're I pick up chicks from Earth one. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. <laughs> but no, she doesn't really know that until they run into Sarah Jane yeah. in the next season. And she's There's like, what? Yeah, and she's like, what do you, what, 
Yeah. I'd be hurt a little bit, too. Yeah. It would be hard not to be, like, if as both Sarah Jane and as Rose. I could see, bo- like, I understand both of their feelings. I think it'd be worse for Sarah Jane to see, like, your to see the new younger model, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's something they slipped in amongst all the craziness with the unit and the doctor. Code 9 yes. is for the doctor, and he's the ninth doctor. They like to slip in Little the things. number of the doctor, especially with for 11. I think it's like on doors. He plays soccer at one point. It's the number on his jersey. Why is it 9? He's the ninth regeneration. In Classic Who, there were eight different oh, okay. versions of the doctor. Well, there were like seven, and there was a stupid movie, which yeah. is eight. Now this is nine. Okay. I counted the movie in with Yeah, old, before old this, shit. there had been eight. He had had eight faces. So, mm-hmm. that's why he's nine. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> why he's nine. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Have you? No. Yeah. You don't want to? <laughs> Is that what, that's what I'm... Okay. <laughs> Is all I have to say about the movie. Alrighty. It's, um, it's American. Like, oh, he's in America. I'm already not happy yeah. about it. <laughs> it's very 90s. It's very... I don't know, the master is in it. Oh, I like the master. Eric Roberts plays the master. Mm. <laughs> I watched it just because I'm like, I'm not going to watch all the classic Who, but yeah, I can watch one movie. Yeah. Right. But, yeah, meh is my opinion. <laughs> um, I also love when the doctor says, take me to your leader. <laughs> like, you've been waiting to say that. <laughs> yeah. That's one of the ones he had in his back pocket. Yeah. Um... There's a big cliffhanger. I think we've already kind of talked about yeah. both episodes by now, but this is our first two-parter, our first big... Not our first two-parter. Yes, our first two-parter. I'm getting ahead of myself. There's mm. two two-part stories in this season. Yes, but this is... This, this is, is our The first. very first two-parter. Yeah, this is. So it's our first cliffhanger. Yes. Very exciting. They're trapped. Not really when you're watching them in it's, order anymore. No. Right after the other. We, we didn't have to wait a week, so... Yeah. And um, we're not... We're just going to go right into the second half. We've kind of already covered a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, I think we've so. been talking about it as one story. I know, talking about the Slitheen, I know for me, the cutest thing was that they were bigger on the inside, <laughs> like the TARDIS, because uh, they were bigger than the human body. The pressure and <laughs> Which I thought, what I thought, if I had to pick something cute about them, that <laughs> fact was probably the thing I liked the most. That it's horrifying that they're bigger on the inside of people's skins. Mm. Oh, yeah, if you think about it that way. <laughs> and they're from Rexacorical Falcatorius. Yes. Which the I just wanted to best say. Did you practice saying that? Planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she definitely did. Rexacorical Falcatorius. Rexacorical Falcatorius. Yeah. It's just fun. Um, I like that they mentioned that the aliens are like, it's a recession out there, Doctor. Like, the whole yeah. fucking universe is in a recession. <laughs> Money problems for everybody, man. Yeah. It's a tough world. Money doesn't there. just make the world go round. It <laughs> makes the whole, whole fucking universe spin. Um, I like with, um, with the Slovene, we first get our first glimpse into, like, family being important among other species, mm-hmm. not just humans. And I mean, I guess in even in terms of our planet, there's other species that have family groupings. So, mm-hmm. at least I guess I could see that as being... Yeah, because in this kind of big wide world of aliens that we're introduced to, yeah, um, there's so many, it's either like, well, this is this species and you're this species, but they're saying no, no we have family, just like you. Like, you yeah. wouldn't lump yourself together with all humans. No. 
um, there's smaller groups than just species or planets out there. Yeah, I thought that was a nice touch. Mm. And it's not the first time that we'll see a family. No. That wants to break some havoc. <laughs> some fucked up families. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we get kind of to the end. Yeah. They Mary know Jones saves the day. Doctor, whoever. Yeah. They all save the day. Yeah. Mickey, the doctor, Rose. Everyone got a little part except Jackie. Yeah. She's kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Oh, I guess she put the she she, she was like, like oh, this is all the vinegar shit. She got the so vinegar. even even she had her own little good for you Jackie. moment. Um, they talk about um, in previous episodes, and it's kind of uh, well, actually, the the previous episode, I guess, and when they are dealing with the Gelf, mm-hmm. they talk about time being in flux and nonlinear and bending back on itself and twisting into shapes, because. Um, the doctor in this is like, oh, Harriet Jones, now I remember why I know that name. She becomes the prime minister for three terms and ushers in Britain's golden age. Mm. And my question is, would that have happened if these events hadn't happened and if the doctor hadn't had to intervene with this but alien did happen, But it did happen. I, so, yeah. It's, it's just, just a non-linear thing. You can't think it's of, just of it as cause and effect. No, it's like... It's the time travel paradox. Yeah, it it happened, and that's just the way it is. I also remember in their emergency alien protocol, it said, like, in one of the protocols to contact the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Because he works for UNIT. Oh. Yeah. And UNIT, anything with aliens (laughs) is I thought, because, like, I thought somehow Harriet Jones already sort of somehow knew to, like, oh, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They do that sometimes. Like, they have to, like, go back and, like... Like, you gave me a note. Oh, I have to go back in time and give you the note to give to me. Like, mm, they yeah. mess with their timeline like that sometimes. Yeah, they do, especially in a later episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <It's> <laughs> if they Very do it right, part. it could just be kind of funny. Yeah. And you don't really question it. <laughs> yeah. I know Tish, the American television anchor. Yes. Was a point of contention for you. <laughs> <laughs> These are things you notice when you've seen the episode a million times. You don't have to pay attention to the story. You notice things like... American news anchor, which they use a lot in yeah. episodes like this where big earth things are happening. And I just thought it was really weird, like bad lighting and like bad quality of video. And I was like, is this a VHS from the 80s? Like, where is this newscast <laughs> from? It was so bad and weird. It's yeah. just a random little thing. It didn't like, look very modern for they're sure. like, oh, it's American. Let's make it look like <laughs> shit. <That makes> sense. <laughs> make it look really cheap. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That was just a weird thing that stood out to me. Yeah. Alright, and then we're getting to the end, I guess. Yeah. Pretty important. So, Mickey. Mickey the idiot. Mickey the idiot <laughs> launches the missile. The steel room box saves them. <laughs> Harriet <laughs> Jones emerges as a leader and she starts leading. Rose seemed to think the closet would be the best place to hide. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Under the doorway, like it's a fucking earthquake. <laughs> Well, it um, did work out in the end. Yeah, everything works out. Yeah. They write it off as an alien hoax. Yes. So Earth isn't really actually that affected by their first alien contact. So even though contact. it was their first alien contact, Earth will never look back on it really as their first alien contact. No, it's just the beginning of Harriet Jones. Yeah. That That's the importance that that's came out import- of it. Yeah. Not the aliens. It's Harriet Jones. Yeah. Um, I liked how it ended with Mickey. Um, the doctor finally like offers that Mickey can come. He's earned it. Yeah. But Mickey's like, you know, nah, nah. 
<laughs> he knows he's not ready or he knows it's scary. And I like that he said no, that like some, some people, I mean, someone actually said no. Some people don't necessarily want that. Some people mm-hmm. are like, I want to stay. I don't, I mean, I don't get it, but I'm yeah. saying, I'm sure there's some people that would be like, no, no, I'm. Well, I mean, you just had a pretty like harrowing experience with yeah. the doctor. He's like, I'm not getting in that thing. I'm not getting in that <laughs> box with But you could take my girlfriend. Yeah. Well, like he's saying, no would change Rose or the doctor's mind. Yeah. I mean, Jackie says, don't go. And she's like, just keeps packing because. (laughs) Yeah. There's, you know, there's no going back for Rose. She's all in. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I think Mickey grew, or we saw how he's grown this episode to the point where the doctor even finds him worthy. And he's like, oh, don't tell her that I don't want to go. And he didn't, which is no, cute. Yeah. The doctor was like, oh, yeah, but no, then, he can't come. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rose was like, she wasn't too broken up about it. She's no. like, oh, okay, you can't come. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. She's like, come on, he can come. And the doctor's it, like, it no. It always feels like, okay. like more of a, like, invitation out of guilt. Yeah. Out of leaving she's him. Just like, than her on. really wanting him to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Obviously, like I said, the doctor has kind of eclipsed all of the relationships in her life. Yeah. So, even though she loves her mom and Mickey and friends and stuff, it's like, well, this is better. Yeah. For <laughs> Sorry, sure. guys. Gotta go. Um, Points of notes. Did we cover all of them? Let's see. Grab Battle of Graffiti. Yes. The first learn the doctor's age. Oh, we see... <laughs> Toshiko. Oh, right, of course. Toshiko Sato um, as the medical examiner of that pig alien. Yes. And she's also recast in Torchwood. Yes. Now, I was a little confused because in Torchwood she plays like a technology person, and mm-hmm. here she's like a doctor. But yeah. you said that they actually explained that they later. They briefly explained that away in Torchwood. <laughs> she's in Torchwood, she's a technology expert, and they kind of briefly say. That, that day she was filling in for Owen, who was the medical doctor of their group, because yeah. he was hungover. <laughs> so just throw that in. Can we all agree, though, that she's best as Nicola in Spice World? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that until I read that. She plays their, the their Spice Girls friend. pregnant Asian friend, who's, like, with them the whole movie. Oh, does she have, like, little bangs? She yeah, looks slightly I think different, so. I think. Maybe because she's older, she's thinner in this yeah. time. She has, like, a thinner face. But, thing. yeah, she's... I don't immediately recognize it, but... No, I, I took me a couple watches, and I was like, Wait a second. Spice World. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's the important thing That's here. clearly... Spice World has a part in Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> I have finally linked them. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to note... Um, Harriet Jones mentions a thing about... She says, Hannibal, and then they're like, Vinegar... And then she explains... <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. Yeah. Um, she just says Hannibal and then something about vinegar. And then after she explains, Hannibal crossed the Alps by dissolving boulders with vinegar. And I wanted to know more about this, so I looked it up, and it's not exactly true. That makes it sound like they were just pouring vinegar and things were dissolving in front of them. But Is that not how it happened? No. <laughs> Let's learn with Tish. <laughs> so Hannibal, this is like... One two hundred years BC, whatever is conquering Italy, crossing the Alps. What they actually did was a thing called fire setting, which is when you start a fire right near a rock, and it um, it creates you heat it up with a fire and then it cools down quickly, which creates a thermal shock, which makes rocks and stuff break. 
so that was a thing common back then, and kind of like their version of mining. Um, so that's what they did. They lit a fire, and then they would use probably water to put the fire out and cool down the rocks so that they could move the pieces. Um, there is one mention of vinegar in the story. Someone references whoever told the tale of Hannibal said that they used vinegar instead of water, maybe. But there's definitely no dissolving with vinegar. It was fire setting. <laughs> so I just wanted to throw that in, because she throws that out like that's a common thing that everyone knows, like that's a historical fact. And I'm like, well, Harriet Jones, maybe you should maybe do some research. Much. <laughs> Does, did the episode make you cry, Tish? No. <laughs> I don't think anything in season one makes me cry. Season two? End of season two is the first thing I can definitely think of. Later on, that'll be a thing. (laughs) We'll have to check in and see if I cried. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What other fun behind-the-scenes stuff was there? Um, Again, we're asking why Earth so much. Yeah, they they talk about that in in, uh, Doctor Who Confidential of this one, which is, like, why Earth so much, which I'm glad they at least addressed it in this, because, like, for me, it's a big thing, why Earth. And I guess just for them in terms of storytelling, grounding the story in something that we know and bringing us back to the stuff that we Mm -hmm. know, which I guess, you know, I get it. I get it. I understand it more, like, after Rose. Like, I understand him wanting to bring her home to, like, see her family. Mm. But I was like, why were you there so much before her? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He just has a thing for humans. Even when they're not on Earth, he's always yeah. going to, like, human... Humans in their new home. Spaceships. Yeah. So Loves them humans. They talk a little bit about, like, the brutality, particularly when the humans shoot the poor little piggy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always wondered, like, if the doctor kind of, like... Because you s- later on he has such, like, a, a negative view of the military and stuff. Yeah. And it's the same sort of thing. Like, I always wonder if he sees some of his own cruelty in the cruelty of humans, which I always assumed was, like, a reflection I think, yeah, that's thing. definitely it, because he's done such... Uh, this huge horrible thing of kind of like wiping out several worlds yeah. and the time war he's even more adamant after that like no weapons give everyone a chance like I don't want to have to kill anyone yeah. I want to save everyone because he has his own guilt about what he's done well, with weapons yeah <laughs> bad shit <laughs> We also learn, like, the Slitheen are another really good example of Doctor Who using both practical effects and CGI, because mm-hmm. they had, like, full-formed CGI effects for, like, when the Slitheen is, like, breaks through the wall and yeah. is chasing them. But, like, they had people in full suits doing some of the real stunt work. Like, like when he raises faces. when he raises the guy up on the wall and stuff. I mean, he's in a harness, but they actually have yeah. a person. No, that guy suit. actually lifted him <laughs> <laughs> while wearing a giant prosthetic suit. Um, so I thought that was good. And I feel, okay, I, note, I don't remember exactly. I don't know if it was commentary, but I feel like I saw something that they did, um, the Big Ben, just the Big Ben effect of the spaceship crashing in as a miniature and that's why it looked so much better. Yeah, because I did notice that. I thought the spaceship looked. I'm not going to bet fake. my life on it, but I feel like I watched that. But somewhere. the Big Ben part was like that. Looks like an actual real thing falling, like yeah. smashing apart. It did not look like so, CGI. And like they only had one shot at it because they only could build it once. Well, they did a good job. Yeah, I almost believe they smashed into Big Ben <laughs> <laughs> with a CGI <laughs> spaceship. Did you behind the scenes stuff? Yeah, it's just one thing that I wanted to mention. The giant thing. 
just a little, it's a little thing in the episode, but trying to understand it has become a big thing for me. Um, when they're on the roof talking after Jackie has slapped him in the face, he's kind of saying, oh, it hurt and stuff. And Rose just kind of laughs it off and says like, hey, you're so gay. And I was like, that seems weird. Like, not just because we don't talk like that anymore. I guess we did more that time, but like, and she's a teenager, but it just seemed really out of place. And, um, the Russell T Davies, who is gay, wrote that. And he said he put it in because like, that's the language of the time. And also because he wanted to start a conversation about why we use that type of language. But I'm fine with him using, like, common language and stuff. Like, a lot of stupid teenage boys would be like, oh, you're so gay, or that's so gay. But they wouldn't use it in that context, which is why it stood out to me. I was like, did she really just say that? Because that's not... She might be like, oh, you're such a baby, or you're such a whatever. But she wouldn't be like, oh, you're so lame, you're so stupid, which is usually what people interchange with gay, you know? I agree. Even if you're going to... okay. Let's all agree we don't use gay as a derogatory term, because that's really <laughs> bad. All agree. I don't think we should talk about... But the way that kids were using it was, like, in place of, like, stupid or lame or I don't like that. Yeah. It wasn't in, like, a kind of funny situation like this. Like, you're so gay. It would be like, you're maybe. such a baby or you're such a pussy <laughs> or something. Like. I didn't know if maybe it was slightly different slang in Britain. Yeah, <laughs> That's always my answer. They maybe, are different there. Maybe but. they used it differently. But, but yeah, me, I, I noticed it, but I didn't know, like, all the... I just I just passed it off as... Yeah, it's just this time, awesome. since we're, like, friggin' writing about it, and I saw the little trivia about that he knowingly, like, put that put in there. Put that in there, specifically. But, yeah, it's just did they you, didn't use it as, like, the synonym of, like, what for that situation. Linda, did you notice it with, no. with it being your first time through? Mm-mm. I think I noticed it the first time, because I was like... She doesn't talk stupid like that. Like, it just didn't fit in. Whatever, that's just me. That's not... It just stood out to me as, like... That's fair. That's, yeah. Even if you were going to use that stupid language, you wouldn't use, use it, it in, in that a, situation. The more... Yeah. She wasn't, like, complaining, saying, oh, that's so gay, I don't want to do that. I think sometimes, like, I don't understand completely what they're saying because they're accent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the first time I went through, I missed stuff. Yeah. I should watch it with subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a very British show. Yes. Um, right, I was going to say, as they're oh. flipping, they're watching the news and someone flips the channel, it goes to a show called Blue Peter, which is like a kid's craft show. I had no idea what it was. I know because I watch a lot of other British television. I had heard them refer to it, and when I first heard them refer to it, I thought they were saying Blue Pita, because they don't pronounce their goddamn R's. <laughs> So everyone's like, oh yeah, haha, it's like on Blue Pita, blah, 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 blah. And then the first time I actually like saw it written or like explained, I was like, Blue Peter! Like, oh my <laughs> oh. god! <laughs> god damn, they don't pronounce their R's! I don't know how to pronounce, like, anything. There's another, this might be just me being stupid, but in a future episode, this doesn't spoil anything, Linda, okay. but they meet We've someone. We've done enough of that for a day. They meet someone, and the doctor says, he's from 500 years in your future, to Clara, and she and they say his name is. I thought they said his name was awesome <laughs> <laughs> because they don't. Okay, but I thought, well, it's five hundred years in the future. I mean, nowadays people are trying to name their kids Facebook and hashtag. Yeah. Five hundred years in the future, awesome is like an old term, and they turn <laughs> it into a name. And she kind of laughs and thinks it's weird. So I thought, I literally thought his name was awesome. <laughs> And then I read it in the, like, credits. His name is Orson. Uh, with a goddamn R that they don't pronounce. Orson. Orson. 
And apparently I can't tell M's from N's because it was, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. So that's me trying to understand British. Um, I also mentioned Blue Peter, Blue Peter, because, um... Alienate everyone. <laughs> Blue Peter. Um, because the show is like a kid's kind of variety craft show. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They do, um, like, contests and stuff with Doctor Who in real life. Um, like at one point a kid, they have a contest to design an alien and that gets on the show. And so they threw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was cool that they threw in, that's a common popular British TV show to like find on the channels that they're flipping through. And it's also, the show has a connection with that show. It grounds it too, by making it something that's like really Yeah. For us, you guys were just like, oh, yeah, we were like, oh, it's the British people are like, I know that show. I thought it was like a baking show because he's like making a spaceship cake. (laughs) I think it's just a general kind of kids show, crafts and stuff like that. Activities. But yeah, the British people, the British kids watching this would be like, oh, I know that show too. Lupita's on Doctor Uh Who. (laughs) And that's it. Anything else? For Sladine? For the Sladine invasion of... Sladine from Mastercorical Phallopatorius? I have covered everything with my notes. Not Linda's favorite episodes. Uh, <laughs> they get better. Yeah. They do, yeah. It's not my favorite episodes either. Now that it's hard to get over the The farting. gas exchange is over <laughs> It's <with>. over. <laughs> <laughs> no more farting aliens. Yeah. All right. Awesome. We're done. This is two-parter. Two-pata. <laughs> I'm just never going to pronounce ours again. The doctor and the two-pata. I wish I was better at accents, guys. I wish you were better at accents, too. I watch oh, so much British TV. I, watch, I know I can recognize it with my ear because I watch so much British TV, but I cannot do any I'm not a good accent person either. So. It's also because there's a of them. <laughs> I just know they don't pronounce R's, so. No. Um, Cheerio. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not quite yet. Uh, we're going to say email us. Yes. You can reach us if you must by email. Please reach us. Just let us know you're out there. Reach out to us. <laughs> you can tell me how stupid I am about my accent. Um, and Blue Pita. <laughs> And how uh, can they reach us, Tish? We have an email. It's Doctor's Companions Podcast at gmail.com. It's really long, but I'm sure you can remember it. It's also the title it's of the podcast. So. Without the the. Yes. <laughs> so email us and let us know you're out there and if- ask us questions or stuff you want us to mention. Um, about future episodes in particular, or just kind of what we think of things about the series in general. Yep. Julia and I have watched it many times. Linda's watching ahead, but she's only watched it once mm-hmm. as we go through this, so she's giving us our, our first She's a Nuvian. She's a Nuvian. Nuvian. And we're just old Whovians. <laughs> yeah. And you can stalk me on the internet, tishchambers.com, at tishchambers on social media. These guys aren't on the internet because they have personal lives. <laughs> I live on the internet. So. I just post too many risque photos for you guys to see. So. Scandalous. <laughs> You'll have to try and find her. No. <laughs> They're going to find me and then find you guys. <laughs> so creepy. Give it. Tish. Don't give them clues. It's the price of fame. You guys have to pay for my internet celebrity. <laughs> 
All right. Have a good week, guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.